Hey, Husky fans, it's Evie and Leah back with probably the most not fun episode of Pick and Roll, but we have stuff to talk about. Um, just come off a weekend with two losses, both overtime losses. First was Arizona State, 73-66, to and next was to Arizona, 95, wait, I'm sorry, 90-82. to So, God, where do we even start? That Arizona game, not Arizona State, I'm sorry. They had about a 15-point lead, if not more, if I'm mistaken, at one point of the game. And it just dwindled little by little in the second half. And I, I don't I don't even know what to say. It, it's how, yeah. how does that even happen? Great question. Um, lack of confidence, lack of coaching tweaks. Um and lack of greediness. We don't have a, a team that has a chip on its shoulder that it doesn't seem that they get mad when like when they're not playing well. Like it just seems like everything rolls off their back and it's frustrating to watch because Arizona State, make no mistake, is not a good team. Um, you know, what two days later, and this is true, they lost by 27 points to Wazoo. Wazoo is without their best player, Charlie Sledder Walker. Okay. So Wazoo is, it, I mean, they're apologies to Washington state. They, they are a very well-coached team and they are a very good team, but when they're missing Charlie Sledger Walker, they're not the same team. They're just not. And she's their best player. And without their best player, they beat Arizona state by 27 points and Washington lost to them in double overtime. I, I find that unacceptable. Um, the best thing that you can do when you are rebuilding program is you have to start with the winnable games, right? You have to beat the Californias. You got to beat the ASUs right now. You got to beat the Arizonas who are just having a down year, Arizona and Cal's having a a down 20 years. Who knows? Got to beat those guys Uh because you're capable of beating them. If all we had done is beat those guys. And then maybe steal one against one of the top teams, which we did, USC. Washington would be eight and six in conference, but because they got swept by Cal, because they got swept by ASU and they dropped a game at Arizona, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, they're sitting here at three and 11. That's the difference in not winning winnable games. And I find that unacceptable for a third year program with a new staff and a team allegedly loaded full of talent with a number 16 recruiting class that we have this year and coming up short repeatedly in close games. It's just frustrating. That's a really, that's a really good way to put it. I, these games, you know, really shouldn't have been close in the first place, in my opinion, but I get, okay. I get it, but it's, it's still like, okay, you have close games, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of like, I hate to say this too, but they're kind of like, having the same problem as the men were like anytime you have a close game or some kind of competition like you can't do anything with it mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of obvious but like I never, I never really thought about it like that. like they haven't yeah. done anything I mean besides blowing out teams in the first half of the season or first quarter of the season never since then is like it's they can't seem to like rise up to the competition like they like uh, no, I and I mean, I, I will say the only thing, the only caveat to that, there's two games this year that the Huskies played really good competition and just played 
poorly from the jump. And that was the homestand against the mountain schools. All the other games, they at least played a very large portion of the game very well, which was at UCLA. They had a very strong two and a half quarters, and then they just ran out of gas. At USC, great. At and On the road against Stanford, I mean, they were right in it until the very end. And then forcing Stanford into overtime at Heked, where they struggle, it seems like, is in the bad teams. And those are the yeah. ones that you just have to have. You have to have those games, especially when you, you tripped up, lost at Cal on like the first Pac-12 weekend of the year. You know, no one expects you to beat Stanford. And then you come home and you lose to Washington State again. But not, not again. Sorry, they this is their only loss to Washington State this year. Um, and then following that up to lose to Arizona State, who at that time was winless in conference and last year won one game in conference. Um, so all to say, like, I, I, I think that they don't have motivation or coaching problems against the good teams. And that is actually very troubling to me. It's like, why are you having a motivation problem against teams that you really need to be? You can't afford to lose this game, especially yeah, now. Exactly. That is really so, true. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's spot on because how do you go from almost beating or taking Stanford to overtime and then losing to Cal twice? Oh yeah. my God. Every time I think about how they lost to Cal twice, it, it's just like, <laughs> I'm like at a loss for words. Like we, we, that's, that's, we, that's how I feel when I think Cal about the fact like, that we lost to Arizona state and Cal twice this year yeah. in year three of this program to Cal <laughs> to Cal. Sorry. I'm like this. Um, no, sometimes I'm just, I just don't, I don't know what to say, but at this point it's when we were talking about this, last week we were kind of saying how oh the season's not over like if they if they maybe get a win or two especially they have a chance to make it to the WNAT now it's like theoretically even if they won out which they probably won't but if they did is it still like a lost cause if they won against Oregon State who's in the top 15 um, Oregon is number 12 in the conference their last um, and then they went to the mountain schools and beat top 10 ranked Colorado and top 15 Utah. Yeah, there's a chance they can make the WNIT. And especially if they won two to three games in the Pac-12 tournament. Right. If they, if they won the Pac-12 tournament, the tournament. But the chances of that happening are extremely low. Um, especially just given kind of the the product that we've seen particularly in the in the fourth quarter lately that's been disappointing so inability to close out winnable games you're not gonna you're not gonna inspire confidence in people who want to put you in postseason play when that doesn't happen yeah um so Oregon schools up next we know Oregon State is one of the top 10 teams so we don't really, what, what is there to say about that? <laughs> Oregon State's a really good team. They're surging. They're healthy. Yeah. They are formidable. Um, They're just, they're really well coached in the post. They always have been, and they're healthy for the first time in like probably three years. Um, So it's making a huge difference for them and good for them. I mean, they, they deserve their success. 
they beat UCLA and I think one of their best players was out for the USC game and that's why they lost at Gill to USC but they're somebody that if I were a tournament planner I would be very I'd be very worried about playing Oregon State especially at Gill but I, I don't think the Huskies will beat Oregon State um, they have a chance against Oregon but Oregon you know they have a lot of depth at post yeah um, it tends to be something that really trips us up um, Washington would rather shoot the three. They like to camp out there and shoot about, I don't know, 32% max from three, which is, um, you know, five points better than they did last year, but still not great. And, yeah. you know, against Arizona state, they, sh- they shot seven of 34 from three, 34 shots is too many. So, and they, you know, they made, they made seven of them, which is 20%. So um, Yeah. I hope to see something great against the Oregon schools this weekend, but I, I'm not counting on it at this point. It is very, is very frustrating to watch this team falter under pressure in the fourth quarter consistently. To me, Oregon, to me, it's like, can you at least muster up what you need to beat Oregon on home court? Like a senior night. If anything, can you please just, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. It's, it's, um, I'm being honest. Like, I don't even know. What. I get it. I okay. think if they can beat anybody this weekend, it's Oregon. Yeah. But one thing that this team, this Husky team seems to be good at more than any recent Husky team that I've seen is nobody beats Washington. Like Washington beats Washington. Yeah. So uh, but moving on to Arizona, yeah, that yeah. was a game that I think both of us tend to throw something out a window. Um, Washington rallied back. They had um, they were down by 14 points at one point, and they rallied back, and they um, you know they they took a lead late in regulation, and then uh, went to overtime. What's frustrating to me is the sequence of events in the first overtime, where Washington had a five-point lead with 44 seconds left and the basketball. They called timeout. They turned the ball over live ball. And Arizona was able to score a layup with, you know, took two seconds off the clock. Now they're down by three. Washington took the full 30 seconds, did not get a good shot, missed a, missed a lay-in. And then um, they uh, Arizona scored a three-pointer with seven seconds to go and then Washington missed another layup. So we're going to double overtime and we'd like, it was close in double overtime kind of back and forth. And then in triple overtime, um, one of their players with the Huskies opened up and scored a three. And then after that, uh, Isis Bay made eight straight points and she is six foot three or six foot four and had had four fouls for the better part of 20 minutes. And that to me is a is an egregious coaching error to not foul her out. She, I think, fouled out in like 17 minutes at heck end. And they weren't able to get it done. And it's because when most of your shots are taken from three, the big post player is not going to be guarding that player. So it's it's disappointing. We're not getting the line. We're not shooting a I mean, we're we're not shooting a very good percentage from 
um, anywhere on the court. So, yeah, my my bad. I I kind of skipped over Arizona. No, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, it, it at this point, it okay. So, what 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 do you think they could do in terms of like play? Because it seems like okay, we don't have post players, so we kind of rely on our shooting, but they're also doing poorly so it's like what do they even do at this point we don't like say that again what what can they really do to change like what what can they change in their game plan because it doesn't seem like anything's working um I think that they can like they have some kids who can drive to the bucket and get contact Savia Sellers is a good example Chloe Briggs is so certainly uh workable with that El Ladine Hannah Stein's a little bit Jada Noble uh, that's what they need to do is like they're right now they are minus 40 in free throw attempts in conference. So they need to get to the line more. Their opponents are, are out. They're not necessarily like making a higher percentage of their free throws. I think they're dead even, but they're getting more shots and more shots, more attempts means the potential for more points. Yeah. All, it, all it would have taken against Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona is one point. That would have made the difference. And so, like, that kind of thing, it, you never know what's going to make the difference. It might be turnovers. It might be free throws. It might be rebounds. Um, none of those things the Huskies are doing particularly well right now. And rebounding is effort. And a lot of times, like what what drives me more insane than anything are two things that the Huskies do consistently. Number one is they don't start their office until seven seconds left on the shot clock and heave up a three. Mm -hmm. It's not successful. And number two, when they do that, it creates a long rebound, which equals transition points for the other team. Sometimes that means a transition three and almost nothing makes me angrier than a transition three. Unless, unless we're the ones doing it as, as like the Huskies, if it's like against Cal, which had happened many times against Cal three will make me scream. So, um, yeah, I think just like the effort plays and getting the, the ball in the hands of your creators. So the girls that can drive to the hoop, get contact, get to the line, that would be what I would want to do. Um, and yeah, like play play kids like Tegan Brown a little bit more. She tends to get a lot of hustle plays. She tends to not be afraid of physical contact. So that's what I want to see a little bit more of because right now what we're doing is not working. So let's like try to do something a little bit different and mix it up. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. I I I know I, I I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last podcast that drove me nuts too was the often stagnating and then because that happens so often mm-hmm. <laughs> keep doing it the offense stagnates and then last five seconds i'll shoot shoot a three and mm-hmm. it's like oh my god um yeah it's really frustrating as a fan to watch that because that is not what we saw in preseason mm-mm. no it's it's not i think that's that's what's so maddening about it and it's completely like what did we see against washington State? The ball. yeah 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 like where like it it feels like that team that won at Pullman is not the same team that is playing right now like whatever happened at Louisville because that was the next game 
or no, like they played, they played a heck at against um, a team from the WCC and then they went to Louisville. Yeah. So between Washington state and Louisville, like just that losing in that environment, they didn't lose by a lot. It was a very competitive game, but it just wrecked them. And Louisville exposed something. And that's that Washington has no post depth and they don't have elite guard play Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been fixed and it's been two months but also the first you mentioned this to me the other day you the first time that we lost to cal that was also that kind of set off the alarm too Mm -hmm. (laughs) like not it wasn't just that we lost to cal too it was like the cal game in late december early january was washington is playing the worst I've seen them play in more than a year. Like they're letting Cal destroy them. And I'm very confused about like, they're just like not really getting out on shooters, not boxing out, not playing good defense. And I'm just so curious why that is. And it was very, to me, it felt very alarming. And I I hoped that I was wrong about this, but I remember texting you and being like, I'm really worried about the rest of the season. If this is the way we play against California. I, I remember I remember thinking, oh, like she's being over dramatic, but like <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm like, ah, it's okay. No, like you were hundred percent right. Like you called it. I don't like being right about these things. Like, trust me, most people who watch sporting events with me, um, talking specifically to my boyfriend, um, like there was a Dr. Pepper commercial about football, about like somebody like having a total meltdown and like saying that the season is over and everyone looks around and it's like, it's the first quarter. Calm down. <laughs> Cause that's the way I react. Yeah. But with women's basketball, I actually feel like I can take the temperature of the team a little bit. Like I, I don't know football as well as I do basketball, but like effort plays, that's what I was seeing lack of effort plays following game plan, not playing to your potential, just feeling like, Oh, we should win this game just by showing up. No, ma'am. That's not the way it works. You have to work. It's just what's weird to me, too. It just seems like. Like we were just saying how. Their play is just completely different from the beginning of the season to now, but it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, get it. You're facing tougher teams, but how how does it completely change? Like. I don't even under I don't understand, like. Okay, yeah, you're going to lose some games. Uh, you may not be yeah. as good of a team. You may not be as whatever as a, as a team as some of these teams. But it's like they're not even even trying to do what they did before, if that makes sense. No, no. and like again, like no one's expecting, no one was expecting that I knew of the Huskies to be in the top four like I was I, last year, they, they finished eighth. I was hoping for them to finish higher than that. My goal was sixth. And right now, if Washington had beaten Cal twice, Arizona state twice and Arizona a second time, they would be eight and sixth and sitting in sixth place, just as I predicted. So that was a reasonable prediction. Like, yeah. And I mean, like, it's not like I expect them to go 18 and 0. no, no. No. no one expects that Stanford isn't going to, I mean, Stanford hasn't done that. Nobody's done that this year. It's a good league. So no, no one expects that. But what I do expect is that you win your winnable games because that's what you've done. Actually, all of last year, they pretty much all did that. Yeah. That's, um, that's what's. and I know they graduated a lot of girls, but yeah. 
graduating the a lot of talent in terms of just like depth at post and not replacing it that is an egregious coaching error and hopefully they address it in the off season but it needs yeah. to be fixed yeah that's another thing it's almost like they not almost like they are doing they are worse than they were last year which is when you're trying to rebuild a program it's just eh, it's it's uh, disappointing to say the least but yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I I don't I don't know how much more I have to contribute unless there's something you wanted to. No, I just I think that I really I, I've been a fan of this team for a very very long time and this is very disappointing and frustrating. Yeah. Um we know what needs to be fixed in the offseason. I'm looking at the staff to do that. Um I don't necessarily think this season is a lost cause. However, if they lose to Oregon, uh, they've got to go to the mountain schools. They probably won't win there. And then they'll go to Las Vegas for probably one game. And then, and then, then they'll pack it up. Yeah. But like last weekend, they should have won two games and they won zero. And that that's a tough pill to swallow because both of them were extremely winnable. I believe Arizona also lost to Washington State by a lot in Tucson. Hmm. So I can check on that, but let's see. No, I guess Arizona beat Washington State by 20. So Arizona swept the Washington schools last weekend. Um, But still should have lost to Washington. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean... (laughs) I never want to say, oh, this season's a lost cause because you always want to end as well as you can. Yeah. So I never want to say that. And also you just want to have a good, just, you want to feel good about next season and I just totally laying an egg, even, you know, with what's left. I, I just feel like, yeah, I really just hope what I'm trying to say is I, I just hope they, especially um, <laughs> come to play for Oregon and just come to play for the rest of the games, which you probably aren't going to win a lot of them because we know who they're up against. But yeah, I, I... they definitely need support, and I know that they're actually getting a lot of support in this in the stands, which is great. Yeah, and hopefully they play commensurate with the people like that are going to show up and watch and play because they, I think, have won one home game in conference this season. And that was against Arizona. All of the rest of them they've lost. Which as a fan, again, like you have what makes people go is the belief or the hopeful, the hope that like you're going to see a good game and maybe we'll hopefully we'll win. And like one win in conference at home. Really? Like we've won once at Washington State and then at USC, which like still the craziest thing in the world and at home against Arizona. Those are our three wins. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes is right. (laughs) Anyways, I think that pretty much does it for us. Thanks Mm -hmm. everybody for listening who is still listening along. (laughs) And uh, we hope you enjoyed it and yeah, thanks. And go dogs. Hope please beat Oregon at least. Yes, go dogs, beat Oregon always. <laughs>